Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week of Another Shitty Podcast, um, episode two of us recording our quarantine cast, if you will. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. We go during the quarantine, we've been going live every Thursday on Instagram Live on at Trent Bruce or at Sleepy Nikki G. Thanks for hanging out. This is Another Shitty Podcast. Stay shitty, y'all. Good to see you. Yeah. I saw you, uh, Steph just joined. What's up, honey? Hey, your mom joined. My mom's on. Brandon's, Brandon's on. on. Hell yeah. Um, you surprised everyone. You, you came on the pod, uh, the podcast account. Oh, that's why I'm on the... <laughs> that was on accident. I mean, it's fine. That was completely on accident. <laughs> That's fine. Wonder, or do you want to restart? Yeah, I wonder if I should. Let's restart. Okay, I'll be here. Okay. I'll stay on. Alright, so... <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick's going to come back live on his account. Give us one second. Technology, baby. It is a warm one today, folks. We staying cold. I had to do the iced coffee. The iced coffee today, baby. There we go. Still doing the hey. still doing a hot coffee. I don't think my mom knows what a do rag is. <laughs> everybody up, who's dude? watching, everybody out there, welcome to another shitty podcast live part two that we recording. Part dose, man. We're, we out here. Good to see you, Trent. How's it going, dude? Oh, dude, it is. Yeah, it's so hot out today. I think it's already like folks, eighty-five. Uh, yeah, you want to tell the folks. Uh, what just happened to you, sweat-wise? Yeah, I think I think everyone can relate to this, but it's one of the worst feelings in the world when you've been sweat. Because I just went running. You go you go out, you're sweating. You come back home, you chill out for like 10, 20 minutes. You take a shower, you get out of the shower, and then you instantly start sweating again. Immediately start sweating. It's the worst thing in the world. It's terrible. That's dude. why That's I'm wearing the, the headbands. Because I was trying to make a Ugh. pancake, and I kept sweating on the counter. <laughs> it was oh, awful, man. but you went on a walk already, didn't you? Yeah, I tried to, tried to get on a, some kind of physical activity in the morning and then in the evening. Uh, dude, I've got these gnarly, it's kind of gross, but i got these gnarly blisters on my toes right now. Yeah? Because of all the walking. Right. Um, yeah, it's the worst thing. Getting out of the shower and immediately start sweating. Um, wish my place... Well, your place has central air. Yeah, you central but air. I don't use it. You're cheap as hell. Yeah. I don't put yeah. the heater on and I don't put the air conditioning on. Oh, man. Layer up or layer down. Um, well, dude, it's good to see you. Um, you're staying, uh, staying busy. You're still, you're still going to work, right? I am still going to work. I work Saturdays through Tuesdays, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then I got a three-day weekend. It's pretty tight. Has it mellowed out a little bit without the without Passover or Easter? No, it's no. still crazy. Yeah, it's it's nuts, and I don't know really why. Maybe maybe it's the stature that we have within the community, um, or maybe it's because I think part of it is because a lot of restaurants that. First, first, a lot of restaurants closed down, and now a lot of restaurants that were open are slowly closing because they, I yeah. think they can't afford to be open, or maybe somebody gets sick or whatever, and so it's just everything seems to be kind of 
I don't know, funneling towards us or something. I don't, I don't really know, but we're, Hey man, you got a job and, and your, your restaurant is busy. So that's a good thing. That's the truth. That is the truth. And I'm thankful for it. Thankful um, for it. Dude, should we, uh, should we go ahead and get into it? Why not? Starting with what's up with our week. I was thinking that one of us sings the song and the other one just laughs at him the whole time. Okay, well, I'm gonna, since it's your idea, you go ahead and sing, Nick. Oh. And I'll, sing, I'll sing back up or I'll laugh at you. Okay. I'm going to count down anyway, even though it doesn't matter. <laughs> What's up with your week? What's yeah. up with your week? Uh-huh. What's up with your week? What's going on, man? What's going on with your freaky deaky weeky? And now, because I sang and embarrassed myself, Trent, you have to tell me what's going on in your week. <laughs> that was good, man. Um, first of all, uh, we've got some birthdays coming up. Uh, my girlfriend, Steph, her birthday is this Saturday, baby. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So we're very excited. Uh, happy birthday. Her Happy early birthday to Steph. Uh, I surprised her with some sidecar donuts yesterday. Ooh. Dude, sidecar donuts, very pricey, very good. Yes, except for that, what is it, butter salt donut? I love that. Overrated. It's just butter and salt. That's the best one, dog. Overrated. That's the best one. There was some sort of like purple frosting one that was dope. Huckleberry. Yep, that one is good. Huckleberry. Um, yeah, shout out to Sidecar. They're, that place is great. There's a tattooed girl that works behind the shelf there that... Oh, that, yeah. Tell that story. Well, this, it's not that much of a story, and I even mentioned it on one of the other podcasts, but we matched on Hinge. We talked for, like, a day, and then we saw each other in public a week later, and it was awkward. Don't you love those? It's the only time I've those, ever experienced uh, that. Really? Yeah. I've, I've experienced that a handful of times back in my... My uh, single days of dating apps where you, you match to someone. I There was one. Dude, there was one at Bigfoot West. Where <laughs> a great bar, by the way. Great bar. It's a bar. It's a great bar. Um, the interior the, alone the, makes it a great bar. The, the, the people that work there are very nice. And they pour a heavy pour. A generous pour, if you will. Mm-hmm. And it's a good like industry bar. Like, when... We get out of work early on a Sunday because we work at a brewery and it's closed early. You know, definitely a bar. They, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they're still open. And they have a smoking patio, so it's nice to be outside. Um, but anyways, dude, I saw... <laughs> I was, this was a while ago. This is years ago. I saw a girl that I had uh, talked to on uh, a dating app there. And she kept giving me... Like she, like we kept looking at each other, like, oh, how do I know that person? How do I know that person? And eventually, like she walks by, and she, and there's like this weird, like, like lingering, like stare. And I go, I go, yeah, we we talked on a dating app, dude. Like I just said that to her face, you, and she was like, also, you called her a dude. Sometimes I do that. It sounds like yeah. you felt some kind of way about it. And then you know, like she was like yeah. so beside herself that yeah. I like actually talked to her in person and I was like well good riddance peace you're you're um, better with faces than me I, I I probably I probably have ran into people like that and not known straight up I can't, I can't remember how we got where we are sidecar yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways it's Steph's birthday anyways most importantly happy birthday to my, my girlfriend you know she's Steph. on if you want to sing happy birthday Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Stephanie. Happy birthday to you. That's awesome. Oh, your mom says, what did your mom say there? I didn't know it was George's birthday. Cousin George, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Cousin George. Um, And then my buddy Jason Weiss, his birthday was yesterday. Boom, boom. My uh, college buddy I stood in his wedding. Very good guy. Um, yeah, so those are the birthdays, dude. Um, what's going on with my week? Oh, I don't know if you can see this. I trimmed the mustache, bro. Trimmed the mustache. Props. It was 
hanging over my first slip, totally in my mouth. And now you can see my lips. And when I eat food, I'm not eating here. For all the so. viewers out there, mine is fully in my mouth. Dude, yours is getting early. It's too. the worst. This is like this is like homeless status. I got I can't wait to go to the barber. That's not too different Every, from what it regularly is. <laughs> You're right. It's just a little bit more shaped up, if, is all. If I poof, if I poofed it out, you would see it. But um, anyway, dude, yeah. trim the stash. I'm eating well. That's great. No more mustard in my in my mustache. Uh, you know all the important stuff going on here in quarantine 2020. Uh huh. Uh, oh, dude, still watching Ozark. Been binging the hell out of that. Mm hmm. Uh, You'll just randomly just... text me every once in a while just to remind me that Ozark's great. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll be texting people and like, oh my god, this show is fucking crazy, dude. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those shows where you're like, okay, this, I get it, it's kind of like Breaking Bad. But then there's just these left turns and you're like, wait, this person was essential to your business and like you laundering all this money and all your drugs. And you're like, oh, they're gone. We killed them. Um, so it's a pretty, it's a pretty wild ride and it's in the Ozarks, which is very funny. That's oh dude, friend of the pod, Eric Escobar. Yeah. Eric Escobar is on here. What's Going up, buddy? Going back to season one, I think, with Eric. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, that was a great episode. That was a lot of fun. Oh my God. Eric put out a video, I think like a week or two ago, where he was, he was trying to do the dances that the aerobics guy was doing. There was like a viral aerobics video from like the oh 80s where this guy was just kept kept going that's it that's it and he was just i don't know but eric put a video out where he's trying to do oh it's so funny it's so funny oh my word um eric's a fucking hilarious comedian go back and listen that's to season great. one when he's on the show it's fucking phenomenal what else you got going on well dude i i'm just putting i put on here we'll obviously talk about this more mm -hmm. but uh the last dance documentary on espn aired last uh, last, uh, what? Last Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. And, dude, I just, like, it's totally, like, I've just gone down a whole wormhole of, like, nostalgia and basketball, and um, it's great, man. I'm glad they bumped it up, especially with no sports happening right now. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about this more in the basketball section, but the point I wanted to add it, uh, <laughs> because of this last dance, documentary yeah. Yeah. i cannot stop looking at like vintage chicago bulls like merchandise on ebay like yo <laughs> I've, I've like like hats shirts you're about to get pens. one of those three-peat shirts aren't you i i dude i fucked up because they they sold out mm. they sold out and now they're like 80 bucks mm. 90 bucks and i could have got one for like 30 or 40 um, but yeah, that's what's going on with my week, man. Um, nice, dude. To transition into me, I've been in the same boat. I've been searching for Jordan 1s that aren't, like in the original, <laughs> the original mostly red colorway, that aren't $1,000. How, how much are those? Oh, yeah. Honestly, there's, there's, um, there's a few colorways that he did wear that were like mostly black or white, um, that are around like 100 and 115, so I might just pull the trigger on those. Because I've never owned a pair. Mm. And I'd, I would love to oh, own shit. a pair. Um, I've owned yeah. Jordans before, but never never the ones. And I would use them to ball in. If they ever open up the parks again or the gyms, I would use them to ball in. Don't Which is... <laughs> Okay. Don't get a mid. I'm not going to get a low. I'm not going to get a low. Lows are ugly. Jordan lows are ugly. So, what else is going on in next week? I've... I'm on day six of running every day for 30 days. I'd already been running five days a week, but for, nice. there we go, the highs. So um, so my run club, because we're not meeting, they're doing different challenges and shit. And one of the challenges now is to run at least a mile every day for 30 days. You get a free t-shirt. And I was like, fuck it, I could use a free t-shirt. Also, shout out, to, <laughs> um, shout out to a guy in my run club who, oh, I, yeah. we don't really know each other that well. We've had like a conversation before, Brody. Now I'm blanking on his last name. Shows how well we know each other. But Brody just made Sports Center's Instagram yesterday because yeah. back in 
the fall of 2019, this motherfucker ran across the country. He ran from uh, Virginia, yeah, Virginia to uh, Santa Monica. Insane. And he had like his buddy driving an RV behind him the whole way. I think it took him like wow. six months or something, but. Holy shit, Fucking man. insane. <laughs> insane. So, like, a lot of times I, I think that I'm kind of crazy, but I'm not that crazy. So, props to that motherfucker. And yeah, that, is, that is some wild shit, bro. I know that you, uh, I know that you are into Ozark big time right now. My show yeah. that I can't get enough of is called Gumball, and it's on Cartoon Network. And it's a cartoon for kids. <laughs> and I fucking love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. It's a cartoon for kids. One of those it's like the old it's like the throwback kind of cartoons where like it's for kids, but a lot of the jokes the adults get, the kids wouldn't really get them. And so I just fucking love it. I can't get enough. It just looks cool too. And what else? Oh Did you have a good Monday, Nick? Did you have a good Monday, Nick? What did I do Monday? What happened Monday? Why are you asking? Oh, just seeing, just seeing if you had a good Monday this week. This week in particular. I'm literally blanking on why you're asking. I need more help. What is today? The 23rd? Yeah. <laughs> we'll move along. What? We'll move along. What? Oh, my sister's on here. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Mallory. What happened? Okay. Let's say April 20th, Nicholas. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I had a good time. In the comfort of my yeah. own home. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah, I did. Four, <laughs> four, 420. True story. Yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy Sless, um, friend of the pod, guest on season two, he just wrote, I have a picture of Nick's butt on my phone. That is a fact. Because we met... Incriminating. We, we met filming a movie that still hasn't been released three years ago, and in one of those oh, scenes, shit. in one of them scenes, he and I are uh, we're like the naked models for somebody to paint. It's like we're in the whole thing, but this is like one of the activities we do. So we're just like we're just fucking naked next to each other. He's got a he's got a picture of me. It was very it was a very fun movie to shoot. Also, very difficult movie to shoot. And I'm gonna say you got paid a ton of money because you had to be naked, right? Yeah, I got paid a, a grand total of zero dollars. And craft <laughs> <laughs> services. Uh, uh, let's see, we got um, there was monster. We got what's it called, Lamaju or something? It's some sort of like Armenian quesadilla pizza thing. I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. I am going to sell, i got a guitar over there, I'm not going to go grab it because it'll take too long, but I am going to sell my electric guitar back to my cousin. He hit me up the other day and he was just like, hey, do you still have it? I go, yeah. And he goes, I want it back, if that's cool with you, I want to buy it from you. And I was like, yeah, why not? So I'm going to sell back my electric guitar that I've had for the past 10 years. And it's a... it's got emotional connection to me for sure. It's the only electric. Why are you selling? Why are you selling it then? Because it was originally his, and if I was ever gonna get rid of it, it would be to him. So really, all he had to do was ask, and I'm gonna do it. It it's like it's always kind of it's been my guitar, but it's I got it. Don't from you enjoy playing? Don't you enjoy playing it? I do, I do, but I I would enjoy it more if he had it. You know. Also, okay. Tony's, Tony Grace is the best guitarist I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen live guitarists oh. a lot. Oh, shit. Um, my cousin Tony's fucking phenomenal at guitar. So he's going to make that guitar do shit that I'll never be able to do. <laughs> um, but I'm excited go. because whenever they open this fucking world back up, I can drive back and, and sell it to him, get a new guitar. Have fun with that. Nice. Story time. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So I was on my way to work on Tuesday, and I'm driving my car, which doesn't have license plates on it because the DMV shut down right before I could get my plates. Mm-hmm. I'm on La Brea. Oh, Lord. And a cop pulls up behind me, and they're not, they're not tailgating me or anything, but I'm just like clocking that. I've got a cop behind me. I turn right on Melrose, and I come to the first stoplight, and the cop's right behind me at the stoplight, and I'm like, well... 
maybe I'll get pulled over here because I don't have plates. So I'm looking, oh, first of all, in my mind, I'm like, well, if I've got a cop behind me, I'm not going to change how I drive because that's going to make shit weird. I'm going to continue to be the driver that I always am, which unfortunately for me is an aggressive driver. <laughs> so I'm at the stoplight, cops behind me, looking at the lights going opposite ways, uh, perpendicular to where I'm going, goes yellow, goes red. And I go, cool, time to go. So I go. The moment I start going. On a boo, red? Pew, pew. Cop pulls me over, comes up to the car. He goes, do you know why I pulled you over? And I go, I think it's because I don't have any plates. And he goes, no, that's not why I pulled you over. And I go, I, I guess I don't, I don't know why you pulled me over then. And he goes, you really have no idea why I pulled you over? I go, yeah. He goes, you just ran a red light from a stop with me behind you. <laughs> How stupid are you? And I go, I go, I fucking did? Are you serious? And he goes, yeah. You're an idiot. <laughs> he said that to you? I go, no, he didn't really call me an idiot, but he was just like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? And he goes, just give me your license registration. So I give him my license from registration. He goes, where are you going? And I go to work. He goes, where do you work? I go, Craig's. And he goes, uh, he goes, where? I go, Craig's. He goes, let me see that license again. And he goes, oh, you look familiar. I go, wait, who are you? Because he's got a mask on. He pulls his mask down. And it's Officer Delgado. He's one of like two cops that always come into the restaurant at night. So it's him what? and this other cop named Reyes. And they're partners, and Reyes wasn't in the car at the time. But he hands me back my license, and he goes, Dude, just be smarter. We'll see you soon. <laughs> tell, tell everybody I said hi. And he fucking just let me go. And that's... Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's some small town shit. That's like some shit that would happen to me in Elma. Yeah. But it happened to me here in L.A. It was pretty cool. Oh, my word, dude. And that's what's up with my week. How are we on time? Uh, I mean, we're great. It's only 12.23. Woo! All we right. a lot of time. What should we get into, my man? Uh, how about we save... Let's do, uh, let's do some hip-hop, wrestling, and then let's do the big chunk for basketball. Okay. Cool. So... Now, I'm gonna... S- <laughs> no, go ahead. I was going to send it over to you for some wrestling, but I also realized I maybe didn't give you a chance to put up any music. Oh, man. So I do want to give you the chance to put some music on. Oh, man. And uh, while we got Shane on here, Shane, maybe you got a request for which wrestling song to put on. Oh, I, I got one. You got one? Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Okay. Here we go. All right, send it to my desk, dude. And now we're going to send it over to Trent David Bruce at the wrestling desk. I, I messed up. I went early. Boom. I'm totally off today, guys. <laughs> I'm so I fucked that up so bad. All my wrestling buddies on here are gonna make fun of me. Uh, that was oh, undisputed wrestling. era. Oh, wrestling! Uh, for this week in wrestling, um, thank God that Rob Gronkowski uh, <laughs> is no longer part of the world of wrestling. I saw that, Brandon. Yeah. Can't, Thank you. Can't he Thank do both, though? Can't he do both? Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't. I, I didn't realize that he had an NFL contract still. Yeah, technically, yeah. I thought he was retired. Or I guess he was just retired. Well, apparently, when you get out, when you get oh, out, yeah, Fox, holy shit. It just like uh, it pauses your contract. So, like, if Barry Sanders oh. were to unretire, he'd still have a contract with the Lions. And, like,. Uh, same thing with Megatron. Okay, so yeah, no, he's right. Rob Gronkowski is still technically the twenty four seven champion. So per WWE's social media, 
you know, he could defend that title technically during a football game because it's 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I'm glad that he is going back to football and not doing wrestling. You don't uh, want to see him awful. do those, like, seizure dances that he does? He was he was awful. He was... Essentially, his whole gimmick or shtick was uh, LMFAO, and that was, like, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, and that wasn't even cool then. Yeah. So it's, like, this whole, like... You know, hyped up party boy wearing bright zebra clothes. He sucks. I'm glad he's gone. I'm not going to waste my time on him. His nickname is The Gronk. I don't know why they didn't just lean into something like The Hulk with that. The dude's massive. I don't know. They fucked it up. He was asking the Bucks to. Oh. (laughs) That's Um, hilarious. Cool. All right. So you're pumped on that? I'm glad he's gone. Um. A follow-up comment to that is, please, WWE, stop having non-wrestlers be in the wrestling world. If you're not a wrestler or you're not, uh, he's in The Masked Singer. Yeah, he's getting any, my sister said he's on The Masked Singer. Yeah, he's getting uh, any kind of publicity he can. He's a he's a publicity whore, if you will. Whore. Whore. Yeah, he's fucking um, everywhere. I mean, good for him. I mean, make your money not getting hit in the head on the football field. But um, I think he's very annoying. Uh, but yeah, stop having non-wrestlers, you know, take these jobs of uh, rest. You know, even though he was just a host or whatever, he was getting segments. Uh, what's up, Dustin? Good to see you, buddy. Um, it could, you know, you could have people that are wrestling enthusiasts or wrestling historians or like can actually talk about it. Uh, Conor McGregor, no, thank you. Um, Conor McGregor, I, I, I'm not, no, I, I don't want Conor. I'm not even going to entertain that. <laughs> uh, I don't think so, man. I, Conor McGregor in the WWE, he would get into, he would get into too much trouble too quickly. That's right. for sure. He'd probably too actually hurt, he'd probably actually hurt somebody. I yeah. bet you, I don't think he has um, the restraint. Well, let me ask you this. this. Let, let me ask you yeah. this real quick. So, given that the NFL is not going to happen this year, it's just straight up not going to, and they haven't yeah. decided, they haven't pulled the trigger on that, but it's not. Um, do you think that he will just still be wrestling throughout the year then? Because they're, they're still doing those events without people. He hasn't technically wrestled. He was the host of WrestleMania. Oh, that's a segment. right. He had a segment where he hit someone and won the 24-7 title. Yeah, there's some sort of like a, dog pile which is situation. A yeah, which is like a kind of a gimmicky, funny title anyways. It's like a comedy routine. Um, I don't know, man. I hope, I hope not. He sucks. Anyways, uh, other news in the world of wrestling. Charlotte Flair is defending her title her NXT Women's Championship on pretty much every show, SmackDown, Raw, and NXT. Um, I think that's awesome. I know I'm going to get a lot of heat from this. Um, he brought back as a host, but he won't wrestle again until he's... Okay. Bucks... Uh, yeah, the Bucks aren't going to... If you're an NFL contract, they're not going to let you do other shit. That's right. Uh yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte Flair, though, is defending her title on every show, which I like. I think it's cool. Uh, some of my friends don't like her because they think she's being booked like Brock Lesnar, where she just pretty much wins and dominates everything. Um, I think she's very convincing. I like her moveset. I like her ring psychology. Um, and I think she's, you know, arguably the best female um, heel right now. Um, and she's really good at being the bad guy. And so, um, I, I like Charlotte Flair on all the programs. And I think it's just going to elevate um, all the other women as well in those matches. And so, big fan. Uh, Money in the Bank pay-per-view is coming up May 10th. Um, we've got the Braun Strowman. Uh, he is the WWE champion. Wait, no. Is he the Universal champion? WWE champion. I mix him up now. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> he won it from Goldberg. Universal champion. Yeah. Okay. 
universe that took me a while <laughs> well all these titles yeah. sound the fucking same they just are swapping out words that mean the same thing how do you keep yeah, them kind straight? of i know there's too many titles um but he braun Strowman, the big guy the big burly guy with a beard is fighting bray wyatt the fiend like the scary um uh almost like monstery type guy uh they this is going to be a, a interesting feud because they used to be in a group together Oh really? Um, so, so they have history. Yeah, the, Bray Wyatt was the leader of the the Wyatt family, is what they called it. it was kind of like this backwoods uh, deliverance kind of vibe, and Braun Strowman was a part of that. So I think that should be a good fight. And then uh, th- this one, I think you think will, will be funny, Nicholas. Money in the Bank pay per view is where they have a ladder in the ring, and instead of a title hanging over the ring, they have a briefcase with a contract in there. And whoever gets that contract wins the match, but they also win the Money in the Bank contract, which means that they can cash in their contract uh, within a, a full year until the next pay-per-view for yeah. a chance at the title. I feel like I remember um, the Miz walking around with that fucking briefcase forever. Yeah, a lot of people have had it. Uh, it's a really fun uh, gimmick. It's a fun way to mix things up, and it adds another element of surprise um the funny thing about this year is they're they're saying that they're going to have that match at the wwe headquarters in connecticut and it's going to go from the bottom of the building all the way to the rooftop uh and that they have to like fight all the way up to the top of the building and there's like they'll be uh, on top of the fucking roof that's that's what I'm. That's what they released. Oh, dude! I hope so they do one of those side be... gags where they throw one of them off of it, and then you just see this clearly this dummy, this stuffed dummy, just yeah, like yeah, floating oh, to the ground, great. hit this the pavement, be, and cut away. This could be really really cheesy, or if done right, like they did with the uh, the pre tape segments that were more cinematic at WrestleMania. If they do it like that, it could be a lot of fun, and. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all about it, man. I mean, right now you can't have live events, so why the fuck not try out something kind of weird, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing is... It's, that it's, is... It's, I mean, it's just... It's ahead. not even like it's... There's not a precedent for it to be bad. All you're doing is making a movie. Exactly. It's an action, so it's your, an action film. So take your time and get the shots you want and, um, you know, really go after it. Yeah. Um, cool. I'm going to send it over to you for this week in hip hop. All right. Can you hear it? That was a little dicky. Oh, what is that? Yeah. Oh my god. That was a little dicky. That's an old one. Um, I'm not familiar enough with his catalog to really know which song to pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was Lil Dicky, and we'll get into him get into him later. But this week in hip hop, we're gonna start off with. Goddamn, Tory Lanez's Instagram Live is off the fucking chain, dude. That shit gets crazy. Shout out to Brandon Dude, Erickson, what? friend of the pod, who took a screenshot <laughs> last week when we were doing this, where up top it says Tory Lanez is going live, and Trent happened to be looking up at the fucking thing. Oh my god, it's so oh, funny. Man. And then Brandon's just like, the caption was Brandon goes, <laughs> in Trent's voice, all right, Nick, hurry this up. Tory Lanez is going live. We got to get out of here. <laughs> Dude, these, there's wild. a handful of rappers, handful of rappers that are doing these crazy Instagram live. We've been talk, we've talked about this already on here. Uh, yeah, people are just getting buck naked on Instagram. And it's like, yo, yeah, like Lil Boozy will be on there and he'll just like accept quarantine. random people and he'll just be like, show me your tits, yeah, <laughs> to, like shake Quar- your ass. And these people do it. <laughs> It just gets wild. It's crazy. No, rule. no no rules in quarantine, bro. I know. There was one time, I think it was two weeks ago, Instagram shut Lil Boozy's stream down. 
Which is good. Because it was like it was it's that probably, bad. It's probably a good that's probably a good thing, man. Oh Crazy. My God. You know, it's not my kind of fun, but props to them for having fun, you know? Uh dude, real quick, French Montana. Uh, I was talking to a couple folks about this. Yeah, what's up with that? French Montana. He said something along the lines that he's got more bangers. He said what? More big songs, more bangers than Kendrick Lamar. Do you not hear me? I heard that, yeah. And it made me roll my fucking eyes because it's not true. Yeah. He he said, he, uh, French Montana said he's got more bangers or more big songs than Kendrick Lamar. Um, I just put in my notes, French Montana is a moron. Um, that is uh, yeah. hilarious, to say the least. Uh, he's got one song that I know of. What song is that? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. The unforgettable. I, I can't even sing it. I can't. It's so bad. I can't. It sounds like a shitty song, my man. Yeah, I'm terrible at that. Um, yeah, and then also I've been watching um, Lil Dicky's show, Dave, on FX. Have you watched mm-hmm. any of this? I haven't, but I know that a lot of people are. And uh, it's, it's a lot of people fun. really like it. It's fun. I don't think it's a great show. Or an amazing show. I think it's a, I think it's a good show. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of Little Dicky, and I think he's funny, um, and I think he's very talented, uh, and I like his like take on things and perspective on things. Um, there's a handful of episodes that are really good, and there's a couple episodes that are just like, uh, I think pretty big duds. There's one episode where his producer, Larry David for the Millennials. Uh, there's his producer, um, oh shit, yeah, I saw, uh, apparently Little Dicky was hanging out at, uh, Angel City a couple years ago, too. Um, there's one episode where his producer on the show, and, like, his love interest, they're like, it's like a whole serious episode, where it's like, it's like, I get what you were going for, but it just doesn't, it doesn't work. That's just not your thing. Uh, it was just kind of cheesy. Um, but most of the episodes of Dave have been pretty funny, man. Yeah. Um, pretty fucking out there, yeah. Uh, it's good. I think it's worth the watch, especially if you have Hulu. It's, they're all on Hulu, so. Well, um, your boy has Hulu now because he bought the fucking ESPN Hulu Disney bundle because he thought he fucking had to. Oh, man. So maybe I'll watch it. Oh, <laughs> Brandon asked if I would uh, wear a wood shirt. There's an episode where they go to a farmer's market with Trippy Red's kid, and Trippy Red hands him like $10,000 or something. And he, this guy, this guy who looks like me with just a bigger beard, yeah. is selling wooden shirts. Like, it's straight up, like, like you have to be like, you open it like a, like a cabinet and then put it on. Um, it's really <laughs> funny. No, I would not wear a wooden shirt. It sounds, this this is That's starting not the to one. sound like I mean like what, what Shane just said about him being the millennial Larry David. Is it just exactly curb your enthusiasm except for now he's younger and a rapper? No, it's not. No, it's, it's not, not exactly that. No, it's not exactly that. But he's very, he's very neurotic. Yeah, and he's Jewish, and he's like. Uh, He's very aware of himself and his insecurities, and uh, he's just like, yeah, he's super neurotic, if that, okay. if that makes any sense. Okay. I mean, Kirby Enthusiasm is like Hall of Fame level. Well, I'm not saying it's like as good, but I'm just wondering if it's set up the same way. Or like Seinfeld, where this guy is just like... He'll say, like, one wrong thing, and then the whole episode is about that thing. Like, an argument about wearing a wooden t-shirt. Like, that kind of shit. On paper? Because I can just imagine Larry David being like, why wouldn't you wear a wooden t-shirt? And just going on about it for 20 fucking minutes. (laughs) And and then somehow it becomes... Somehow he'll say something that's maybe racist, but it had to do with the wooden t-shirt, and that's when J.B. Smoove comes in. And... Yes. That's a, that's your, there's your fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm episode right there. I just, in a nutshell, nailed it. it. 
Get up in that ass, Larry. You gotta get up in that ass, Larry. You gotta scrape you up in that Larry ass, Larry. Was here. What's get that meditation that thing that we saw that he did? JV Smooth was doing that meditation thing. Oh, I have no idea, bro. Mark Sipka sent um, it to us. I don't know. Apparently, I didn't All watch right. it. Well, then go fuck yourself. Uh, anything you, else? Your you, terrible anything friend. Else you want to talk about? Yes, I do. This week in hip hop, we're switching over to a little bit of country news, like we have been doing a lot lately, because. Your boy likes that more than hip hop. <laughs> and uh, this week in country, the White Buffalo just dropped his newest album. And for those who don't know who he is, he's an excellent singer songwriter um, with a very distinct voice. And he's definitely worth the listen. I think it's like this album has got like 13 or 14 songs on it. And so far, halfway cool. through, so far, it's really, really good. Um, a lot of his older things were kind of like a rock acoustic, if that makes any fucking sense. And this one is a lot more produced um, with like a real band and all that stuff. So I'm excited about that. And then Reckless Kelly, one month from now, is going to be dropping their 2020 album, which is sick because they've been around for a really long time. And that album is like 25 songs long. It's going to be insane. Oh, shit. And I'm, I've only heard two of the songs so far. And uh, they're pretty good. So I'm excited about that nice. for this week in country. Nice, dude. Um, dude, let's get into it, man. Let's get let's just go over to the basketball desk. Should we just you me send get it? into it? You want me to send it to you? Yeah. All right, I want to send it back to Nick for this week in basketball. Come on and slam, and welcome to the jam. This week in basketball, the number one thing was the Last Dance documentary. Holy shit. We've seen episode one and two of The Last Dance last Sunday, and there's a lot of shit to unpack here. So this is probably gonna this is gonna be our longest segment. And uh, bear with bear with us. Yeah, it's it had all the things. The event had all the things: nostalgia, emotions, frustrations with ESPN, and. Magic Johnson in a double-breasted suit. And, and Michael Jordan in a beret pretty much constantly. Dude, when he was in Paris, I like the quote I like the quote of whoever was talking. They're like, yeah, and then when the Bulls went to Paris, Mike wore a, a beret because it's, that's Mike. <laughs> It's just all this footage of him in Paris wearing a beret. And then someone's like, do you speak any French? And he's like, no, not really. <laughs> it's hilarious, there's, dude. There's, some, there's a lot of good moments from that thing, man. And there is, going back to France, one of my favorite moments of the whole thing was when he was sitting next to Scott Burrell and uh, who else? Was it Scott Burrell and Ron Harper? And Scott was pumped that they won a... The, the French fucking championship or whatever that thing is. Oh, yeah. And he wanted MJ to give him a hug, and MJ was just stone-faced the whole time, and he's just, like, basically saying, shut the fuck up. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mike, Mike was a different beast. Or as, uh, what does Kobe say in that commercial? Can you be a different beast and the same animal? <laughs> That was Mike. <laughs> wait, is that, that the was... one where Kanye is? Is that the Kanye commercial? Yeah. What is it? Oh, wait. When Kanye is like, "What do you, <laughs> what do you want from me? More, more." <laughs> what the Dude, fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? Right yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that right after this. That's so funny, dude. Oh, more, more. Oh, uh, dude, Kobe was, <sighs> Kobe was so cool, man. Um. Yeah, so there's a lot of things going on with the Last Dance documentary. It was the biggest event, televised event that ESPN's had since I believe they said the 2004 football national championship, college football national championship. 
Um, in my shit. particular uh, opinion, it could have been much bigger. There was, in my opinion, again, a colossal fuck-up by the marketing team for ESPN. They did not yeah. let anybody know how to actually watch this thing. Yeah. Especially people who don't have cable, which is a lot of fucking people now. Especially people under the age of 35. Most of us don't have fucking cable subscriptions because everything's yeah. online. Everything is online. There's ESPN packages online. So there was a there was a lot of frustration. It wasn't just me, but there was a lot of frustration with people who bought ESPN Plus in order to see this and then find out that it didn't fucking matter. You you still were not yeah. able to watch it with ESPN Plus. You had to have a cable provider, yeah. You had to have That's a cable the, provider. That was the issue we were having when we were trying to tune in. I was texting. I was like, oh, shit, man, this isn't working. Um, right. Yeah, you I don't gotten, know why... Right, you were using your ESPN Plus. I was using an ESPN Plus that I had just bought. Um, yeah. I had other buddies that were doing it too, and we all got on at at six o'clock, and we're like, "Why aren't we able to watch this? Why aren't we able to watch this?" And then at like six ten, it was saying you can't watch it on this package, and you're like, "Okay, what the fuck?" So then, you or in my case, I remembered I went to the ESPN the Watch ESPN app, and I remembered that my parents have a Dish Network password and username so I just typed that in and then I passed it along to everybody who needed one because I think everybody should be able to watch this fucking documentary and this was about 30 minutes into the first episode and we all missed most of it yeah and then and I guess this would be this would be my fault for giving it out to too many people it crashed because there's too many people streaming um (laughs) <laughs> but the thing is the, the thing is if I was dealing with this I was not the only one in America that was dealing with this there was yeah, going to be know. a lot of other people and I even went to ESPN I even went to ESPN's uh, Instagram page and I wrote this down with a, like a whole bunch of swear words and a whole bunch of other stuff and I had a bunch of people like the comment and comment and being like yeah exactly so 6.1 is what 6.1 million oh, people you did watched that. it yeah 6.1 million people watched the documentary it could have been it could have been so much more it could have been so much more because it's a big fucking deal if you're under the age of 60 if you're under the age of 60 michael jordan and the chicago bulls in the 90s were a big deal to you in some way whether it was you directly or if it or it was just everyone around you it affected and therefore you were knowledgeable knowledgeable about it yeah, they're, I mean, one of the biggest, you know, sports teams, not just in basketball, but of, of all time, just because right. of their, their, their dominance, bro. Uh, the documentary, though, um, besides the, the streaming yeah. Yeah. shit, the documentary itself is phenomenal. Um, it's incredible. I can't wait to watch this Sunday, um, 6 p.m. California time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's so good. Um, and it's, Jordan's been sitting on this footage for a while and I think it was you Nick that 20 years uh, he basically decided to release it when LeBron won his uh, Cavs championship yeah that's the the word on the street is that when LeBron won the championship that was the day that Jordan said alright let's just make this thing and I don't blame him because oh for sure Um, and I don't blame him because it's frustrating as hell for me, not being Michael Jordan, to walk around and hear all these fucking idiots that are below the age of 25 spout out about how great LeBron is and how he's the best basketball player of all time. There's <laughs> so many fucking arguments against this, and I think that there's not a more important argument than if you were to pull the NBA right now, and they have the players who are in the fucking NBA that are playing LeBron James, by the way, 70% of them say Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time. What the fuck else do you need? (laughs) What else do you need? The only people who think that LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan are people who don't play in the fucking NBA. They're people who've never played basketball before. Michael Jordan was so fucking good that Larry Bird called him 
God in 1986. His second his second year by 1991. Isaiah Thomas, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson all called him the best basketball player in the NBA and the best basketball player they've ever seen. Bob Knight, before he even played a, a NBA game, called him the yeah. best basketball player I've ever seen. So Mike was 20 when that happened. If you're arguing that anybody was better than him, you're a fucking fool. I think I honestly do think the <laughs> only case that you could possibly have to say that a player is better than Michael Jordan, it would be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was also fucking insane, and nobody talks about him. Nobody yeah. talks about him. That dude won at every level of basketball. He won in high school, college, and the NBA. He, he has one with Milwaukee, and then he had, I think, four or five with the Lakers or something. Mm-hmm. It might even be fucking more than that. Because he won before Magic showed up there. Yeah. Um, he won three NCAA championships and only lost, I think, is two still, games. Is he still the, the leading uh, scoring leader? Still the, still the all-time leading scorer. Still has yeah. the most unstoppable shot of all time. In my opinion, MJ's fadeaway is the second most unstoppable. But you cannot defend Kareem Skyhook. You can't. It's it, it's such an absurd shot too if you think about it. Right. Like how like how did he think to be like I'm going <laughs> like to practice this until I perfect it. Like it's such an awkward shot. Yeah. Um but, but he, it's a like, sh- he, he kills it. Yeah, it's a shot that is unblockable unless you're running from behind on help defense. You can't block it. Because he's seven yeah. feet tall and he's got his entire body between you and the ball, you can't you can't fucking stop it. And he he has Insane. the all time points record because of it. But yeah. Anyway, the only person in my opinion that can that can pose a threat to MJ's greatness is Kareem. Um, pretty pumped that this coming this coming Sunday apparently is supposed to be Dennis's and uh, Dennis's and Phil's episode is what everybody seems to be saying. Oh, cool. Which which I'm I'm excited about because I just watched the Rodman 30 for 30 documentary finally and what a yeah, fucking I was, I was heartbreaking heartbreaking documentary. Also so well done. So yeah. well done. Yeah, the Rodman 30 for 30 um, I think I think Brandon and I watched that together. Um it's gnarly, man. It's um. You 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 feel for the guy more. Um, yeah. Even though he he was a giant superstar, he made all his money and all that. Um, he, he just had a lot of tragedy in his life, and um, you know, I don't think from a very young age, I don't think he was, uh, you know, had people in his life that really loved him and and really yeah. cared for him. Um, so you kind of see that play out in his life. Um, it's pretty gnarly. Um, but man, one of the best defensive players of all time. Uh, I mean, one of the, the greatest basketball players of all time. Yeah. Um, and that's without being any good at offense. Yeah. Um, he probably is the best defensive player of all time. What a, what a necessary part too. um, to that Bulls franchise, that second, yeah, um, and to the Pistons franchise before that, three P. Yeah, yeah, he's got five rings. Yeah, um, pretty gnarly. I forget. I always forget about those two with the Detroit Bad Boys, but he's got um, five championships, which is awesome. Yeah, um, uh, Nicholas, I, I you've think, got five minutes just to let okay. you know, buddy. I think that uh, I think that everybody was kind of surprised with all the news about Scotty from last week. There's a lot of shit that oh, I yeah. didn't know. I didn't realize how underpaid he was. I knew how underappreciated he was. He was he's he was incredible. When Michael left, he was the best player in the NBA for 2 years. Isn't that crazy? So so he was Scotty was incredible. He's always been my favorite bull. I don't think he's the best bull of all time, but he's always been my favorite. Um I love Scotty. Scotty's Scotty's fantastic. Yeah. Um, let's see, let's see. Oh, for people who haven't, if you want to know a lot about the 90s Bulls, and if you like reading, read 
the Jordan Rules by Sam Smith. He's um he's one of the people that they interview. He's like a really squirrely old white dude at a desk that they interview in the in the documentaries. But he's got a book called The Jordan Rules where they basically go over all of this, all the stuff with Dennis and especially the Krauses because everybody seems to be making them out to be the, or uh, the Jerry's out to be the bad guy. This isn't like a new narrative. Ever since ever yeah. since the '90s, when this book came out, that was the story. It was Jerry Krause was, yes, the architect of everything, but also the reason it it fell apart. And he just yeah. kind of couldn't he couldn't accept that other people were getting more credit than he was, and they should yeah, like have been. Napo- Napoleon syndrome, kind of right. Right, and then the last thing I want to say about basketball before we get into the questions that we got is. I don't. I've not heard any analysts bring this up when it comes to LeBron James's greatness. And let's let me first of all say that LeBron is probably a top three, probably a top, definitely a top five player of all time. Um, yeah. No, no analysts have ever said the fact, the fucking fact that when he left, when when LeBron left for uh, Miami. He was joining Dwayne Wade, who was already Miami's all-time leading scorer, and he was joining Chris Bosh, who was Toronto's all-time leading scorer. So you had, and he was already Cleveland's all-time leading scorer. So all three of them joined each other in Miami as three different franchises' all-time leading scorers, the best players that these franchises have ever had, and they still only won 50% of their finals. They lost to a Dallas Mavericks team. Yeah, I lost my audio too. I'm just going to keep talking. Um, they lost to a Dallas Mavericks team that had Dirk Nowitzki and nobody else. Nobody else. So I want people to bring that up, and that's this week in basketball. And while I'm talking, we'll try to figure out this, uh, this audio thing that just went out. Oh shit! Damn. All right. So that was weird as fuck. I closed out the segment, so we're good on that. And uh, I was telling people bye. Oh shit. Um, let's just get into our listener questions, viewer questions. Call it a day. Well, okay. We're gonna get kicked off probably in about a minute, but yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Go for it. Okay. First question from Brandon Erickson, favorite non-Jordan Bull, uh, or Pippen Bulls player. He says Ron Harper is the correct answer, um, or or Rodman. Um, mine would be Tony, Tony Kukoc. I liked I liked the white guy with number seven, left-handed. It was great, uh, and I have the jersey. I like Rodman, and I also think Steve some of Steve Kerr's shots like put him up there for me. Yeah, but Ron <laughs> Ron Harper was dope because Ron Harper just looked cool ron harper yeah. looked cool because he would always wear the jordans Swag. too yeah he would he had like that walk he had like an mj type walk so it was like it was kind of like when you're a kid you're just watching someone else with mj swagger who wasn't nearly as good out there it was cool that that part i appreciated but let's um, also talk about how phil jackson has 11 rings that's fucking baller in fucking sane isn't it yeah insane yeah. Greatest basketball um, coach of all time. You got any other uh, questions, Nicholas? Yeah, you I got, got one from... 50, 50 seconds. I got one from Day One UK. I don't know who you are, but thanks for an actual real question. It is, first thing you'll do when the world is open again. I'm probably going to go home. See the see the folks? Yeah. Yeah, they open yeah, up the I world again. I'm, I want to go see I my wanna, family. Yeah, I want to do that too, I think. Uh, that would be really nice. That, uh, and also, I would love to jump in a swimming pool today because it's like 85 Oh, years. my God. Just to get in a body of water <laughs> would be fantastic. Right. All right. You got any questions? Uh, you said something about drinking Palomas. Or what, what was oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Would you, would you take um, unlimited Palomas for life if all you had to do was also wash your eyes out with Paloma every day? That would burn. I'd say no. We're gone. We got one second. We're gone. Ah!
Alright, so I guess that's the final word on the Palomas. Thank you, Trent, for that. And thank you, everybody else, for listening to episode two of the Quarantine Cast. I am Sleepy Nikki G. That is Trent Bruce. We are another shitty podcast. It is the joy of our day and our lives to meet with you guys every Thursday at noon, both in your face and in your ears. Listen to another shitty podcast at anywhere you can find a podcast. Watch another shitty podcast every Thursday at noon on Instagram, Sleepy Nikki G or Tramp Bruce. That's where we are. Other than that, I hope that you have a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic week. We'll see you soon. And Lolo Jones, you have our hearts. Goodbye. (laughs) I cried and cried all day, alone again.